Thanks for clicking into Sports Not Everybody. I'm Carolyn Mano, joined by Mike Giardi of the NFL Network. And Mike, this is going to be a crazy offseason. The quarterback carousel is nuts. I mean, how does this compare to some of the offseasons you've seen in the past? Half the league could look different under center starting next season. Yeah, Carolyn, it's crazy, right? Because I thought last year was kind of nuts with the quarterbacks and obviously Brady being the big chip moving from New England to Tampa Bay. But there were a lot of different side pieces that moved around. This year, I mean, Adam Schefter is talking about 18. Now, that seems like an excessive number of quarterbacks on the move. But who knows how it all works? You know, the cap is obviously going down or flatlining. That That is certainly going to alter plans and how people approach things. Now, do you want to pay that quarterback, that middling quarterback, $20 million? You know, for instance, Carolina paid Teddy Bridgewater $20 million last year. Well, now with the cap the way it is, do you want to pay Bridgewater 20 or do you want to go draft one and have a rookie contract for the next four or five years? I think it's... And with the, some of the talent that's coming out in the draft, I think there's possibly five quarterbacks to go in the in the top 32. So it, it really could be uh, – uh, it's going to be. I don't, I don't think there's any question it's going to be nuts. I, I wonder how many – probably I think 12 or 13 quarterbacks will be on the move and are going to be in different places next year, which, again, is, is pretty staggering in this league. But to me, Carolyn, part of it is it's – you don't have the guy until you have the guy – and if, you, and if you're still looking for that guy, you keep drafting, you keep throwing darts until you finally hit that guy because you've got to keep up in this league with the, with the quarterbacks. I was thinking about how dejected Aaron Rodgers was after the NFC Championship game and whether or not at that time he was allowing himself to look across the aisle and go like, man, Tom Brady really did it right. He went down to Tampa and has all these offensive weapons and maybe I should do something like that. And I know that the rumor mill was swirling and he's tried to flatten that out just a little mm -hmm. bit and might end up back in Green Bay where I think a lot of people you know, feel like he belongs. But do you think that the NFL is going to see a shift like we've seen in the NBA where you've got these star players, these star quarterbacks moving around a lot more than we've seen in the past. Well, look, it's the, we're taping this on Thursday morning. Thursday morning, Deshaun Watson has officially requested his trade to Houston. And this is something that we haven't seen before. And it's sort of the, the uh, NBA uh, if, occasion, whatever, whatever, however you want to say that. It's, it's turning the league into the NBA a little bit. I think this is something that the, the players have wanted for a while. I think it's something that the agents have wanted for a while. Like, you shouldn't have to just sit there and take it if your team is doing things that you don't like. You should have more clout. And look, it's, it's a little bit more complicated with the cap here in this regard. Um, but... I think perhaps we're getting into that era now where players are starting to dictate a little bit more what they want, how they want it. And if they don't get it, then you got to find me a new place to play. So uh, you mentioned there's like a dozen teams. I don't know that we can necessarily go through them all. But if you look at some of the most intriguing teams in the league and and what's going on, just starting with the NFC, really, like where do, what do you think the Saints are going to have under center next season? It seems to me like they're they're going to lean towards Jameis Winston. They have, you know, like many teams, I think there's 15 or 16 teams that are already over the cap for next year, and that's without signing any of your own free agents. That's without importing your draft class and paying them. So there's going to have to be some some creative cap balancing there for a lot of different teams. But to me, I, I get the sense that they were happy with Jameis. They might kick the tires on someone like Stafford to see what that cost will be. But I think in general, the cost is probably going to be too high and that you're going to be best served if you're them trying to get Jameis on a one-year, again, sort of prove a deal and you know duke it out with Taysom Hill to see who the starting quarterback is there. What about the Rams? 
I think the Rams are married to Jared Goff for a couple more years just from the from the I mean the, his extension that mammoth extension he signed hasn't even kicked in yet. So I think 2022 post 2022 they could probably move on from him, but unless they can entice someone to make a deal for him, I'm guessing Goff's going to he might have to be in competition for the job, but he's going to be an awfully high-priced backup for a couple of years if if he loses that job. We mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Do you see him being under center for the Packers next season based on the latest developments in that story? I think Aaron Rodgers will be much happier if they jump his contract up about $10 million a year. I think that's really what it comes down to with him more so than the the, the weapons around him and seeing all the things. They they were a 13-3 and football team. They hosted an NFC title game, and they did a lot of stupid things in that game to prevent him from getting to the Super Bowl. The talent is there. Uh, I think Aaron wants more money. And then just lastly, before we flip over to the other side, what do you see in San Francisco next season? I see San Francisco as being a massive player. I, I, Deshaun Watson, I think, in that offense would be electric. I think that's something that they'll, they'll look at. Again, I, I don't know that they have the capital necessarily to go do it, especially if Deshaun has rumored to be wanting the Jets, and the Jets obviously have the number two pick on the draft, which is a hell of a place to start if you're talking about making a trade for a franchise quarterback. Um, I think – if Matt Ryan's contract wasn't so onerous, I think that'd be a place they'd look. I think they're going to look at Matt Stafford. I think Kyle's one of those people that he is constantly looking to churn at that position until he finds the guy. He thought he might have had the guy in Jimmy. That hasn't worked out that well. So they're going to keep looking. As it relates to the news about Deshaun Watson, Mike, do you think that this was already heading for divorce? What was the last straw in your opinion? I mean, clearly he's displeased with the notion that they went to him and said, we're going to talk to you and have your input on who the GM and the head coach are going to be. And then they go out and hire the GM who wasn't he wasn't informed about. Um, so that's, I think, was sort of like the final nail in the coffin. But to me, the way I read the situation and from talking to people around the league, it's more of an issue with ownership. And then it's not just Cal McNair, but then ownership is empowered Jack Easterby. And for those who don't know Jack Easterby, just Google him and you'll read all kinds of crazy stories about him in the last whatever month or so about his rise to power and some of the things that have gone on there that people aren't comfortable with. So to me, I think that that's, you can't change the owner. You can't fix that. So I think that was sort of the thing that said, I've, I've had enough. You don't, you don't care enough about what we're doing here and about me. I want to go.